Dave, have you been watching anything? Do you know what I've been watching? Spooks. That's the... It's a BBC one, isn't it? Is it about... 2002, and I've never ever seen Are it. Are these spies? Yeah, it's basically like the UK version of like 24. Okay. But um, do you know who's in it? Matthew McFadden's in it. Keely Hall's in it, and in the first... Keely Hall's, that's right. David O'Yellow's in it. Because about the same time she did... Um, what's the one she did? Life on Mars, or was it? Was she it did the, Ashes to Ashes. Ashes to Ashes. She was a big yeah. star at the band at that time. Well, they're married, aren't they, her and Matthew McFadden? Are they? I think that's what they met on. They met on I Spooks. didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. So it's like over 20 years old. I've just, it's just one of those shows I've never seen, and we yeah. were just kind of flicking, and it was on BBC iPlayer. And I was like, that's Matthew McFadden, and he looks about 12 years old. Um, obviously, from Succession. Um, but yeah, I've been watching it. It's, you know, it's really good. I've enjoyed it. It's a little bit cheesy but it's it's definitely worth a watch Kenny has signed up for have you seen that letterbox oh yes like an app where you can record like what you've been watching and stuff so he's been filling that in with the stuff we've been watching and he's been leaving reviews and stuff about the box sets as well oh that's cool Joe speaking of reviews I've had two random emails in first one and I wanted to ask you is I got an email off Disney Plus this morning asking me to join the stream team and I've got to take this um, quick questionnaire Are you're, you you subscribe to Disney yeah, yeah. so does it sound familiar to you if, I haven't got the email I'll have to, I'll have to just check it's on the Google um, one, I think. select people have been asked but I have no idea I googled it I went Disney stream team there's nothing I couldn't find anything about it so, so you've don't been know scanned well I don't know <laughs> I was a bit like... It does sound a bit dodgy. Um, but if not, have, have I been hand-selected by Disney Plus because they've looked at me viewing history? Oh, it's a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like I've been watching Modern Family for for months now. Like, <laughs> I just like Star Wars cartoons and Marvel movies, so maybe that's why I didn't get picked. Having said that, um, you know, actually I think I've got quite a good mix of stuff on Disney. But anyway, the other one was... When we did last week's podcast on Lethal Weapon, I rented it off Amazon. The way you pay a couple of quid and rent it. Mm. And a couple of days later, I got an email off Amazon saying, uh, hope your purchase was okay. Would you like to leave a review? I was like, <laughs> well, Mr. Amazon, I can do one better than a review. How about a podcast? Welcome to Watch It If You Can. My name is Liam. My name is Dave. This podcast is all about box sets we've created of our favourite films and TV shows. Some you've seen, some you haven't, and others you may never want to watch. However, we can say, if you've never seen The Goonies, I love you, Chunk. All we want to do is chat on about these films and TV shows we love so dearly, and maybe, just maybe, watch it if you can. I'm good. I'm all and right. we're back. And this week's theme is it's animated. 
And this week's choice is... It's the Simpsons movie for me. Woohoo! Oh, I should have gone... <laughs> I, I battled it. I should have went full on. Woohoo! <laughs> but I was like, no, too late. I've missed it now. I was going to do the Simpsons TV show, wasn't I? I think yes. I sent you a list of about sort of five episodes because I thought... Which we, we have, which we have seen, but it's been a while. Yeah, um, probably not up to date because there's obviously... There's too many to talk about. So I ended up switching it and went with the movie. So the movie came out in July 2007. If you don't know, it's based on the long-running animated sitcom. The film does star all the regular cast members for an 87-minute movie. And The Simpsons itself, first full episode aired in December 1989, when we were only 10 years old. We were, yeah. Um, So we had to wait a full 18 years before we got a movie. Um, It's currently due to start season 35 in October and is renewed until 2025 already. The movie then itself, the plot is Homer pollutes the lake in Springfield so badly that the Environmental Protection Agency imprisoned the town under a huge glass dome. Everyone rightly uh, blames Homer and he and the rest of the family have to escape to Canada. But as soon as they find out the plan to destroy Springfield, they do return and they do try and save it. Oh, brilliant. It's a great film. It's it's actually one of the few films I have rewatched a few times because we've had this discussion before. We never went to pictures to watch it. The movie, no, I yeah. I took the I would have took Robert, I think, at the time in um, two thousand seven. Yeah, I don't remember going to pictures. I, d- I didn't see it on the pictures, but I did see it when it came out and I did rewatch it again only a couple of years ago. And I obviously rewatched it again the other night. So yeah, it's a great film. Love it. Apart from choosing it because it was easier than doing a whole 33 series of <laughs> Simpsons, why did you choose Simpsons the movie? Well, we noticed a theme running through the box sets, haven't we? So yours has been friendship, hasn't it? Yes. And mine was originally around people having to make tough decisions, which sort of happens in this movie. Yeah, sort no, it of. is, yeah, yeah. But I think for box set three, for me, apart from Predator, which is going to be one of the episodes um, I've picked... My picks are all, I think, anyway, unappreciated or forgotten about definitely, titles. Definitely. You know, we had Super Bob the other week, didn't we? Yeah. And I think the Simpsons movie sort of falls into both categories because it is great, but I just don't think it's never really talked about. It never really seems to be on. And we've never, obviously, never had another big screen version. So the reviews were positive. And we'll, go, we'll talk about the box office later, but... Is it just me? Is it just me that thinks it's an underappreciated, sort of forgotten about movie? Or or do you do you agree with that? It's a weird one because when we come to the box office, it was a hell of a hit. Mm. But you're right, it's it's it is forgotten about a little bit. I don't know if it's just lost amongst hundreds of hours of Simpsons episodes I, I don't know but I, I think you're right I would say it's a slightly underappreciated film as a film yeah I think so because yeah. obviously Pixar dominates doesn't it yeah I, I, um, we were talking about Hardman animation early when we before the, the, the show and I think those movies always get when you talk about like the top 10 lists they always pop up don't they I just think for me anyway the, the, the movie's slightly unappreciated I think well, it's good you say the top 10 animated films because you may be in for a little bit of surprise later in the oh, Okay. <laughs> okay, then. So let's go with the next question. As always, who is in the Simpsons movie? So I'm going to do it slightly different. I'm going to go through the cast and I'm going to go through who they play. 
Yeah, because they do multiple characters, don't they? Yeah. So Dan Castellanta is Homer. He's Abe. He's Krusty. He's groundskeeper Willie. He's Mayor Quimby. He's Sideshow Mel. He's Mr. Teeny, one of the EPA officials in the movie. He's Itchy and he's Barney. (laughs) (laughs) Julie Kavner is Marge, Selma and Patty. We've got Nancy Cartwright who plays Bart. She plays Ralph. She plays Todd and Nelson Muntz. Yearly Smith just plays Lisa Simpson but does it brilliantly. She does, yeah. Hank Azaria plays loads. He's Moe. He's Chief Wiggum, he's Cletus, he's Professor Spink, he's a poo, he's the comic book guy, Captain McAllister, Bumblebee Man and Dr. Nick. He is, he is <laughs> He's the man of the voices, isn't unbelievable. he? Unbelievable. Harry Shearer, again, he competes with him. Mr. Burns, Smithers, Ned Flanders, Reverend Lovejoy, Lenny, he plays President Arnold in the movie, Seymour Skinner, Ken Brockman, Dr. Hibbert and Otto Man. Then we've got Pamela Hayden is Millhouse, Rob Flanders and Jimbo Jones. We got Trez McNeil, who is the medicine woman in the movie. Agnes Skinner, crazy crap lady. Uh, she plays Colin, who's the the, the Irish kid. Um, who's, who's Bono's not his dad. Bono's not his dad. <laughs> and Cookie Quan. We got John Montagna. I'm just going to mention because he plays Fat Tony and he's brilliant. Yeah. And then we just got a couple of stars that pop up. We got Albert Brooks, who plays Russ Cargill, and then we got Tom Hanks. Just playing Tom Hanks. So who plays Ned Flanders? So Ned is Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer. Now, it suddenly dawned on me when I was watching it the other night, is, is Ted Lasso based on Ned Flanders? Yeah, there's a, there's an element to it, and I think I've heard um, Jason Sudeikis hint to that as well. Definitely. That, that nice guy image. Do you know which scene it was where he makes Bart the hot chocolate? And I was like... That's Ted. Yeah. Remember the tea and the cakes, mm. the way he does it. I'm just going to leave that there. And if you don't want it, you want to remember when And there's he... the moustache, obviously. Obviously, the moustache. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they're chasing it's just, I was watching that. it like Ted Lasso, Ned Flanders. It, it, I All don't know. positive, isn't it? Yeah, I just sort of bounced him. I was like, oh my God, Ted is Ned. Ned <laughs> Ted. is Ted. <laughs> so you're going to talk about what some of these stars are in. Yeah, I went through a bit of a deep dive. I'm, I'm, every now and again, I'm going to deep dive on IMDb. I'm busy today. So. We love an IMDb. Oh, love an deep IMDb. dive, don't we? Dan Castellaneta is... Oh, he was in K9. We mentioned that last week. With James Belushi. Yes. I love that film. Yeah, cracking film. He was also in... Now, this passed me by. Early 90s, a Back to the Future animated series. Ring any bells? No, not so, at all. The, one of the main directors on that series was Peyton Reed, who went on to do Ant-Man. Yeah. And I was like, like two whole series of Back to the Future. Two series? Two series, yes. So what, he, Do you know what year? It was, I think it was around 90 to 92, 93. Or maybe it just wasn't on here. It maybe, but two series which surprised me because it Back to the Future. I do remember cartoons of like Rambo, yes, and Mister T, and other stuff oh, like yeah. that. But and generally, don't. Buses, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, a Back to the Future cartoon is essentially Rick and Morty, isn't it? Well, yes. <laughs> but also, what else has he been in? I'm just going to reel off some of these guest appearances from Dan. He is he, Dan is the man. Wings, Friends, Everybody Love Raymond, Frasier, Arrested Development, Entourage. How I Met Your Mother, The Office. That's somebody work. And also my favourite, he played Derry Mabels on Parks and Rec, the radio host. 
he had that really terrible radio. <laughs> I've got Parks and Rec as well. I, but you know now I'm a mom, which you still haven't watched. Yeah, he's, no, he's no, I still... now as well, isn't he? And I'm like, that man has done some TV over the years in between about 8,000 episodes of Simpsons as well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was looking down for Julie Kavner. A couple of films she did back in the day. She did the Woody Allen film, Deconstructing Carrie, which is quite a good film. She did that. And also... She's the the main female lead in Awakenings with Robin Williams and Robert De Niro. That's a great film. I haven't seen that for a long time. Absolutely though. brilliant. Like she's 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 the main female mm. lead in that, which passed me by. It was her, Nancy Cartwright, who obviously played Bart. She was in Twenty Four. She played Chucky in Rugrats. Do you remember Rugrats? She also now this is one I picked out to to try and pick out and watch. It's, she was in an animated series called God, the Devil and Bob that also starred Alan Cummins, new the Scottish actor, mm. um, Laurie Metcalf from Roseanne and French Stewart from Bird Rock from the Sun. It does ring a bell, yeah. So it was only, Alan Cummins. There was, was only 13 mm. episodes of it. So I'm definitely going to see if I can dig that out. And also Nancy Carly, she'd been in an episode of Cheers. I got cheers. She was in a, an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, apparently. But also she's in, and you, you might mention this film again, she was in Godzilla. Yes. In 1998. Was that the original one? Because I've lost... It's the Matthew Broderick okay. one. I've never watched any Godzilla ones, but there's a few knocking around. That it was the first sort of like, Amer- well, I'm going to say American one, because obviously there's loads of, um, of, of Japanese versions, but she's in that, and so is someone, the other cast. Yes, yeah. I, I haven't picked any of them ones well because okay. I've never seen Godzilla, right. hence why I oh, I'll point them ones out as we go along then. Who else have we got? I've got Yeardley Smith, who played Lisa. Such a distinctive voice. Yeah. Is, you know, she's unmistakably Yeardley. Um, she's, she's been in an episode of Mad Men, an episode of Big Bang Theory. She was also in Dharma and Greg. I used to really like that back in the day. Mm. used to be on Comedy Central. But before... Simpson, she was in it. She was in a sitcom called Herman's Head. Do you remember that? No. Where it was this guy, and he had these four voices in his head that guided all his decisions, and she was one of them. And Hank Azira was also one of the other. It was like when I'm about four or five seasons. No, I, I vaguely remember it used to be on like like Channel Four or something like that. Herman's Head, and she's also in City Slickers, which I'd forgotten about. It's a great movie, isn't That's it? A great movie. Right, so. Hank Azera then. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I think he's got the best body of work of everyone here. So I'm not even going to go down the list because it's just something else. Apart from him and Ted, the one I picked out is Heat. And he's fantastic in Heat. It, it's probably the most one of the most famous scenes in oh, there with Pacino. Yeah. Going total over the top. Yeah. <laughs> over the top. He is in Gross Point Blank as well. He is in Gross Point Blank, that, yeah. yeah. But the, the other one I've got on, which is, have you seen Brockmire? The new one he's done where he's the sports host. No, I haven't. I've heard him talking about it because I've heard him on podcasts. I've, but is it I good? watched the first two series. Couple, I think it was during lockdown. Brilliant. I just, at the time, I couldn't get hold of the other series, so I'm, I'm going right. to come back and revisit. But it is really good. That is definitely worth watching. Oh, I've still got a few left on the list, like... Harry Shearer, I think he's in that. Well, just, just before you, sorry, just before you do Harry Shearer, Hank Azaria, he's in Godzilla as well. Is he, he in Godzilla? Yeah, he plays a cameraman in it. But he was also David in Friends. 
he was. That was a great yes, part as well. It it's, a, a, it's only a small role, isn't it? And, obviously, and he had a couple of... He came back a couple of times, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he loses out to Paul Wood in the end. Yeah. But it's definitely worth mentioning, friends, because he's, he's great in that as he well. He's brilliant. Harry Shearer, obviously Spinal Tap, yep. which we mentioned last week. But also, he's in Wayne's World too. He plays Handsome mm. Dan. He's brilliant in that. And... And I have not seen this since it came out. The Fisher King, another Robin Williams film, and Jeff Bridges. I haven't seen it since the oh, cinema, to be honest. Yeah, and I was like, I, 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 I hadn't realised he was in it because one of them films, so I definitely want to re- rewatch that. Mm. In the Truman Show as well. Yes, he's in the Truman Show. Now, next up is Albert Brooks. My God, he, again, he's got some films. He was in Taxi Driver, Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro. He's in Out of Sight. One of our our previous episodes. He's in a few episodes of Weeds. Did you ever watch Weeds? I never watched Weeds. I absolutely loved it. The guy went on to, to, he did Weeds and then went on and did Orange is the New Black. So it's the same uh, creator. But Weeds is brilliant. He's also in This is 40, which has got so many links to so many of our previous (laughs) episodes, especially Bridesmaids. And also, did you know who his brother is? Or do you know who his brother is? Is it Mel Brooks? No. No? I was no. just guessing there by the saying. Yeah. No, his, his surname is Einstein. So his brother is Bob Einstein, otherwise known as Marty Funkhouse from Care of Your Enthusiasm. Oh, really? Yeah, they're brothers. But he no changed way. his name. Oh, he said he passed away, didn't he? Yeah. A couple of years ago. Yeah. He, he was absolutely He's brilliant in care, isn't absolute he? Absolute genius. But yeah, no, I was like, I was like, I just... Never realised that, And you've no. got, he's got another half-brother who's another actor or something as well. I can't remember his name, a couple of things, but literally, my list was just, I've mm. still got more of the list. I've, I've got a couple, which is just, have you ever seen Defending Your Life? No. You need to watch that. That's really good. It's about kind of like, you saw, it's not purgatory, but it's before you go to heaven, you kind of get putting like a bit of a court and showing clips of your life and so it's really good and then he's Marlon he's the dad in Finding Nemo isn't he yes and Finding Dory as well yeah next on my list is Maggie Roswell who voiced Helen Lovejoy and it only popped this well because you mentioned this film last week she's in Switchback with Danny Glover oh right it's a bit of a callback there yeah, yeah. you you mentioned that one I like the week. fact that all our votes for Tom Hanks is everything we love <laughs> <laughs> I thought there's no point doing another list of Tom Hanks films, is there? No, and one last one. Uh, Russie Taylor, who voiced Martin, who I think is a fantastic character in Simpsons. Just because um, it's slightly interesting, she's been voicing Minnie Mouse for Disney for about 20 odd years now. And she did Huey and Dewey from the DuckTales. Oh, really? The original DuckTales series. <laughs> Brilliant. But I've just got one more, only because I wanted to mention Fat Tony, but. Joe Mantegna has um, been in Criminal Minds, hasn't he? Yes. For for years and years. But you did a proper deep dive there. That was a proper IMDb. Is the, the steam must have been coming off the IMDb app. Well, went on my iPad, so it was like... So I've got like... I've got like... I've got smudges all over my iPad. I've gone backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. Yeah, no, I actually quite enjoyed going. It's nice trying to pick out a couple of links here and there from... And stuff we haven't seen as well. It's yeah, I always find that, interesting. That's what I love. And I'm definitely going to go and try and dig out that uh, God, the Devil and Bob. That's... Defending your life, I think you'll like. Okay. Put that on my multiple list of growing shows and <laughs> films and stuff. Just so when, when we retire. <laughs> just when we've got a podcast about it, isn't it? There's who's in it and what else they've done. So, Dave, out of all of them, who's your favourite character? I've gone with Homer. 
Yeah. <laughs> Did you and play no, that card? Boo. You can boo. You can boo me because no, it's the obvious it's, one. It's. But I think you know what it is. I think we've had this conversation before, and it's an age thing again. Because last week I chose Mertar yeah. over Riggs. And I think you tend to go towards the characters that you most relate to. So to say that I relate to home is quite funny. But yeah. I'd say when I started watching The Simpsons, it obviously it was Bart. Yeah. It, you know, it would have been at the well, time. Well, he was the breakout star, wasn't he? But mm. quickly, in the history of, of Simpsons, it quickly it's became home, Homer. I think as you get older as well, you know, you see, you see things from that different perspective. So you see that Bart is a nightmare yeah. when you're older. And Homer is doing his best. But the flip side to that is you see exactly where Bart gets all his worst traits from as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Homer's just, you know, he's one of the most recognisable characters on the planet. Planet Dan Castellenta obviously does an amazing job with Homer. It's not just the dialogue, though, I think. Obviously, Doe. Yeah. It's just known worldwide. It's yeah. all those noises that, you know, when he's getting a hit and stuff like that. So it's not even just the dialogue that's so good about yeah. it. It's just the sounds. But I think in the film, you shouldn't really like him because he's being his usual selfish, lazy self. You know, he causes the dome yes, to be yeah, put yeah. on, doesn't he? He upsets the family. He's the one that doesn't want to go back and save everyone. Um, but then obviously he does become the hero as kind of him and Bart, you know, stop the town from being blown up. But yeah, you can boo me. It's it's definitely, it's Homer for me. Did you pick the same? I I, I knew you were going to go with Homer, so I went, I went with Marge because she is the heart of this film. Mm. And it, it links in with my favourite moments, which is the next question. But yeah, I just think when you watch this film, it's a great performance by Julie Kavner because she is really the heart and soul of this film and she anchors Homer's craziness, if that makes sense. So I think it's, yeah. they're both, I think the, the film is about them too. I think Bart and Lisa are slightly sidelined a little bit in it. So mm, I'd agree with that. Um, yeah. And really, a lot of the other characters have only just got really, they just try and cram a lot in. So you couldn't really pick enough camera. This film is about Homer and Marge. So with that, I absolutely love it. So then, so that brings the question is what is <laughs> out of this film? Because it's literally just sketch after sketch after sketch. What's your favourite scene in the film, Dave? I've, picked, I've done some honourable mentions. Okay, let's go. We'll do both our honourables first. Okay. Go on, you go. So the ones I picked are the ones that I remember in the cinema getting the biggest laughs. Yes. Because okay. I do remember going to see it. And I think Ralph doing the 20th Century Fox opening yes. titles. As soon as that come on, I remember the whole kind of, the, the theatre just laughing yeah. already. So you were like, I'm in good hands here. This is because this is yeah. so silly already. Da, 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 da. I think right after that as well is home at the theatre and he's saying only suckers would pay to see something <laughs> yes. they would get for free at home. It's absolutely And I remember everyone laughing at, at that as well. Another one is obviously Bart on the on the skateboard naked. You know, it's done like that Austin Powers type scene, isn't it, where everything's covered, you don't see anything, but then he goes past the bush and you do see his yellow dangly bits. His noodle. His noodle. Mm. And I think that probably got the biggest laugh of the whole yeah. film because nobody... I don't think anyone was expecting that. Because they did it so well of hiding <laughs> it, and then it goes through the side, and you can see everyone because you go, yeah. and you see nothing but his but his doodle. I'll be honest with you, that was one of my honourables as yeah. well. That one bit. 
my other bit is, and it's just a quick, it's knowing the mob descend on the house mm. and the camera pans down through the crowd. Oh, I think that's beautifully done. It's absolutely, I just love that bit. And also the Easter egg of the canyon jump. From the callback to the previous episode. Yeah. Well, is that the first it was, it was one that, maybe? It, to me, because what we're talking about is, I don't know if it was the, it might have been, I don't know if it was the first series or two or yeah, three. It was, it was quite, after, but it was it? the moment which I think Homer cements himself in public consciousness because if you, you don't remember the scene, he, he tries to jump canyon, doesn't do it, and falls all the way down to the bottom and an ambulance comes and picks him off left falls he falls back out the ambulance but on, in the film as the as the to go past it the ambulance is still there isn't it did you have you noticed oh, I never go on yeah. I never noticed though. watch it because I think he bounced back up right. off the catapult and as he whizzed back yeah. the ambulance is still there and it's just <laughs> it's just absolutely genius I, I, like, I do like your honourables have you got a favourite one before I do mine and I'm going with the bear that whenever I think of this film is the first scene that pops into my mind and it's Marge's video to Homer when she leaves him. Oh. Is, I just think, and this is what I said to you when I said to my favourite character, Marge, the heart and all, I just think it was so well done and it was almost heartbreaking and she went, and to prove to myself that it's over, recorded over the wedding video, gets me every time yeah. I just it, think it cuts doesn't it yeah. like the, the, the actual video I just think it's such a brilliant moment mm. incidentally the director made Julie Kavner record that scene over a hundred times to get, to oh, get really? what they wanted and I'm like that's some dedication that but so what about yourself then Dave what about your favourite scene so it, it's home with the with Plopper the pig yes <laughs> you know also known as Harry Plopper it's just the scene where he's doing Spider Pig. That's just me, my favourite scene. But it probably leads into the next question, to be honest. Well, which is, Dave, what about music or song from the film? So Dare it's Spider Pig. <laughs> <laughs> so did you know that Hans Zimmer wrote a version of the song as a joke? Um, one of the producers heard it and then they asked why it wasn't in the film. So it's actually added in a couple of times, including the post-credits. Is this the the choral version with the choir yes. part? But I wrote that down, yeah. So if you don't know the lyrics, it's Spider-Pig, Spider-Pig, does whatever a Spider-Pig does. Can he swing from a web? No, he can't. He's a pig. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> he is a Spider-Pig. And every time, it doesn't matter how many times I've seen that clip or, you know, with the film, I think it's just, it's it's the funniest bit. And I think it sold the movie on the trailers and stuff like that. I think like it that. did. And the fact it's Hans Zimmer as well. <laughs> you could tell he was having fun making it. I, the only thing I got about it, do you know they actually released that? I got to 34 in the UK chart, that version. You're joking. No. That's amazing. People actually bought it. But there you go. On to the question, which... I still think it's probably my favourite question when we do this is what would you change? So, deep sigh here because I do love the film and love The Simpsons and everything but I think in terms of scale for a movie it's not that big. Yeah. And I know we, we, we do talk about these things and we do say sometimes bigger isn't always better but it just did feel like a little bit of an extra long episode when normally something that goes to a movie you do try and make it a bit bigger and better and there is some big set pieces mm. you know in terms of the 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 the, the end with Bellman um, Bart on the bike I just think it doesn't quite reach the scale of a big screen movie 
do you agree or, or I, again I, is that just me no I get it and that, that sort of ties in because what I mentioned before one of the things I put down is it that, that Bart and Lisa were pretty much completely sidelined in the film as well well that's to be honest that's my next point is I think there's a few characters that don't get a lot of screen oh, time they're <laughs> obviously the main ones but you know Krusty, Moe, Nelson they're quite shortchanged yeah I don't think you needed Colin the Irish boy. You no, know, there were so fancies. many other characters that were readily available to them. Why? Yeah. Why do you went apart from the Bono joke, which is funny? <laughs> <laughs> so they're my, they're my two things really. I think bigger in scale, and then you, you could have added in more characters because it is like I like the fact that it's under ninety minutes. But I don't think yeah. you could release a movie under ninety minutes now because movies cost more to see. Yes, and I think people do want at least at least a two hour movie, don't they? Yeah. You want to get out the house for at least two hours, three hours. You know, unless it's an Oppenheimer, most people aren't going to do it. But yeah, they, they're mine. So did you have anything? I only want to mention about Barnley's and other characters. The other points, and it, it links in with my favourite moments and my favourite character, Marge, and I Marge. I think there were more moments where they could have gone big on mm. the on this sentiment in this. Because that's another thing that, that where TV sitcoms have gone, movies... They've gone big, but they brought there's them emotions are there as well. I think yeah. comedy and sentiment work so well together. So I was like, that's and I'd only really sat there last night watching it because I picked my favourite moment. I think there's a couple of moments with with Ned and Bart, which are which are quite yeah. touching. You what you could have done was you could have seen more of the characters knowing that the town was going to get destroyed. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more of, of them and some of their hey, what, what's stories. Homer's two friends in the bar? Uh, Kenny and... Uh, Lenny and Carl. Lenny and Carl. There was so much there, like, like you know what I mean? What... Uh, Mo, Mo's barely in the movie, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. And like I say, yeah, I understand you've got to focus on... Because everyone's there to see yeah, the Simpsons, yeah. aren't they? Everyone's there to focus on the family, but I just think you, you, you did shortchange a few of the... Of, the counters that everyone loves okay then moving on from what you had changed the next question we always ask is what about impact the impact of the film had an impact on you so it was a huge hit 526 million at the box office it's a big hit that that is like that's almost sort of marvel numbers isn't it and it was I think it was about a hundred million to make, so it's a hell of a return on a film. Yeah, you know, it won Golden sorry, it got Golden Globe Award for the best animated movie. It won Best Comedy at the British Film Awards and the ITV National Awards, also a UK Nickelodeon Award for Best Movie. I did see some negative reviews though when I was looking. Yeah. There was a lot of positive ones, but I think Empire in particular was quite scathing. But I I I think it's a great movie. I just think that the impact, not so much on the movie, I just think the impact on The Simpsons, on me. Because I did grow up loving The Simpsons, and I think the first episode I ever seen was season two, episode 16, because you needed Sky to watch it. Yeah. And I remember going to my auntie's, and there was a load of family there. But the bit that stuck with me, and it still sticks with me now, is it was the adults telling me to watch this cartoon. So it was the one that that episode's the one where Homer buys you no know, like the really expensive trainings and then um, Santa's little helper chews them up. Yeah, but I think it still blows my mind even now. It was adults sitting down and saying to me, "We've watched this cartoon and now you need to sit yeah. and watch it." And yeah. I think when you're like, you know, probably I was probably what ten, eleven, twelve, when, whenever that 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 kind of occurred. Um, 
just that idea of like suddenly adults were into like this cartoon that and we could all watch it as a family so you know obviously when the kids come along we watched it together simpsons was on in our house i think like six hours a day yeah easily from when the kids come home from school so when they went to bed we just had back-to-back simpsons on and as they get older what kind of happened was Fresh Prince of Bel-Air used to go on. Friends would go on. Yeah. You know, modern families in the last sort of few years. And The Simpsons has way slipped down that pecking order. And I'm a good few, I'll be totally honest, good few seasons behind. A big chunk. I think the only one of recent one I've watched is Kevin Smith was in one. I thought, I'm going to watch that yeah. one. Yeah. So it's kind of knocked out of the consciousness in our house. And I think a lot of households are probably the same. Well, I'm going to... Come back to that point in a minute, but just one other thing, and I think it's people often forget Simpsons, the series, and Premier League football got Sky in people's homes in this yeah. country. It, it, undoubtedly, that was their only two selling points for about ten years. Simpsons because mm-hmm. it was there was nothing all else on Sky TV apart from the Simpsons for a long time and Premiership football. It's so it's like, and you know, at some point. It become like every other everyone we knew had Sky. All of a sudden, you know, obviously it's a bit different now because of streaming and stuff. But you don't forget how big it was. It put Sky on the map. I think what it? you've got to explain to the listeners is when we were kids, we had four, well four and a half channels. Didn't we? Yes, <laughs> because then Channel Five. Channel Five didn't long. count. We literally only had four when we when we were kids. We had four channels, didn't yeah. we? So. Sky came along, like say, not everyone had it straight away. No, no, it took us a we, long time before we. We had didn't it. have access to things like I remember when we first got Sky Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had just come out because it used to be and on wrestling. CJ Cat and the wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I just think the movie's really good. I don't know if you bought a sequel out today, it would make five hundred million. Well, I don't know if it'd have the same. That interest. brings me to the question I wanted to ask. It was like, okay. Did the film bookend an end of an era of The Simpsons? So I'm just going to throw these numbers at you, numbers and mm. dates, okay? So Simpsons movies started production, with well, the idea of the Simpsons movie began in 2001. Okay, at 2001, we were on season 12 of The Simpsons, probably at their worldwide peak. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He'd got, they'd risen and risen and risen. Everything from season three to 12 is untouchable. Because Do the Batman was number one for yeah, yeah. weeks and weeks. You know, the first it? couple of series are okay, but it's season three onwards. Three to you're 12 and O'Brien. are your absolute man. So then, so then from 2001, we're on season four. The first draft of the script wasn't done until 2003. And then by the time it came out in 2007, we were on season in between season eighteen and nineteen. I think what you've just done, what you've just said, did reiterate that a bit. Was it the end of an era? Yeah, possibly. I mean, Robert would have been like eight years old when we went to see the movie. So as you start getting a little bit older, when they get into like the teens, that's when, like, say, Fresh Prince Bel Air was was another one just automatically was like popular. It was just on in our house all the time. You're, prob- you're probably right. I don't know. What I don't think is happening at the minute is I don't think there's a new audience finding the symptoms. That no. Sorry, a new audience finding the Simpsons. I know it's now on Disney, so that's probably happening. I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't check what the viewing figures are. They must still be 
pretty good the fact that's being renewed I, I think I just, just cause they've got a worldwide audience yeah because well. it because what we what we're in, what we don't take into account it works overseas so well because they they can have their own cast and their own language that's yeah that's, that's what was massive as well do you know what i think it is i think used to have like used to watch the simpsons and then going to work and other people had watched it yeah, and you'd have those conversations, or you know, there's, I'm sure there's episodes probably we've spoke about, mm. and I don't think those conversations happen as often. But again, there's probably some Simpsons fan sitting there now going, "I watch every single episode yeah. religiously. I'm up, totally up to date," and they, those people still definitely exist. I just don't think it's in the public consciousness as yeah, much definitely. as it used to be. There's well, certainly no billboards. That, I mean, if you go in toy shops and stuff, there's not. A lot of Simpsons toys, yeah, really, yeah. is the you know merchandise is dropped. Yeah. Later. One little fact I'm going to drop here, just because it, it it made me made me giggle when I saw it, is when when the film was originally released. And sometimes a big film, the, when the print go to the cinemas, mm. they put different names on. So they released it under the name of Yellow Harvest, which is a reference to when Empire Strikes Back was released. They put it under the the title Blue Harvest. Oh, right, okay. And then obviously Family Guy <laughs> made their Star Wars ripoff yeah. called Blue Harvest. But it went out as Yellow Harvest, which I thought, that's, that's class. clever. It is quite clever. It's that time in box set three where Kenny, can you dim the lights? Thank you very much. Um, go do the blinds as well, mate. Cheers, thank you. Thank you. So He's a good lad, isn't he? He's a good lad. He's a good lad. How's Val? She okay, yeah? Good. Auntie Val. Okay then, Dave. This is your quick fire round. Dave, I'm going to give you six questions tonight. You got two seconds to answer, and I must take your first answer. <laughs> right, first question: a large lad donut or a crusty burger? Oh, donuts. <laughs> Simpsons or Family Guy? Simpsons. If Simpsons were a real family in Liverpool, where would they live? In my house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. You must snog, marry and avoid. Okay. Selma Bouvier, Mrs. Kebabble and Luanne Van Houten. Snog- oh, Who would you snog? Who would I'd, you marry I'd have to avoid would... Selma. Um, you'd probably snog Mrs. Kebabble, wouldn't you? And you'd have to marry... Who was the one? So it was, it was Luan. Um, Luan. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to marry Luan. You couldn't marry Miss Crabapple, would you? She'd be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> she was cuffing the movie as well. She was, yes, yeah. Straight off the bat, favourite character that's a non-Simpsons family member? No. Last question. Is Homer Simpson the greatest TV character ever? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Just well, you chose the Simpsons this week then, wasn't it? <laughs> Where can the listener watch Simpsons the movie, Dave? Well, Disney owns absolutely everything at the minute, they, don't they? they? They are the mammoth of streaming yeah. at the moment, aren't they? So it's all on Disney Plus if you've got a subscription to Disney Plus. Every single um, episode is on there and the movie. I've noticed they do collections as well, so they group together themes of, mm. of episodes which are quite like well I've every now and again I'll still dip in a, a, an old one I, I tell you the truth I actually watched one of the new series recently because I was actually reading an article in the Guardian and the story was is the Simpsons back and it was referencing the new series and it was given a bit of a 
you know, give a oh, it's you know, they got good writers in it. And I watched, I got, I got about halfway through the episode, and I never finished it because it's, no. it's, it's just Not the same. No, no. no, I think that I think the monorail episode is still one of the best. 25 minutes of, of television. It, um, it I've seen Conan O'Brien do it yes. live as well. Yeah. Oh, I just love that episode. It's, it is genius. This is the part of the episode where we do what else would you like? If you like Simpsons in the movie, what else would you like? I went a little bit different this week because while I was deep diving in the cast of Simpsons, I was just sort of rooting around and I was looking at the the hundred grossing animated films of all time and it's as literally up to date as you can get it okay. and what was quite fascinating and it's a sort of bigger question than the Simpsons movie is but in that list there was only about four films pre Toy Story so what I'm what I'm getting at is the minute they made the computer animated film is it is animated a different genre than pre-Toy Story, is what I'm saying, is because is it now, is it a genre that it's now so identified for both children and adults alike, which was never the, the case previously with, say, you think of all the Disney classics? I, I don't know, is it? Yeah, I think there's, a, I think there's Disney pre-89 and there's Disney post-89. I think 89 was when like, Beauty and the Beast come out where they started including more... Computerized elements like you know, if you think of the ballroom scene, which yeah, you know, obviously yeah. never so got. I that think was definitely a different era of, of the of highest animation. rate, the highest grossing pre Toy Story Disney film on there was Aladdin, but it was about 60 in Simpsons, and then it was 50, which is a hell of a crack if you think about it. Mm. So, I just found it quite interesting that when you when you actually look at that, this top 100 animation, they're all bar four Disney films what we assume as computer animators. I always say uh, post-Toy Story. Toy Story was a game it's changer. It's Pixar, isn't it? Yeah. It's Essentially, a, it's all Pixar. Um, but, it's, but just in Zenius 4, what I'll do is I'm just going to run through, if you like Simpsons, I'm going to run through the top 10 highest gross animated films. I'm going to start with number 10. Oh, no, do you know what? I'm going to go backwards and okay. you'll see why. So number one is the 2019. And again, you'll see how recent all of these films are. Frozen 2 banked 1.4 billion pound that's and it's okay frozen 2 is okay me and lily bell watch it a lot so i am an expert on frozen <laughs> frozen 2 it's okay frozen 2 number two the super mario brothers movie it's huge wasn't it that's so far banked 1.3 and a half billion and when pound. you think right all the outrage about Chris Pratt and cast yes. as Mario and there was people going I'm going to boycott yes. it and all that and I was sitting there I remember seeing all that and thinking no so, you won't you'll be so going to see it <laughs> that's not finished making money yet no it's probably going to is it going to be frozen too do you think it's literally it's only got it's only half a billion from top and it's, I reckon I'll do that very soon but I just thought that was interesting. Number three is Frozen on one point, just smidge under one point three mm. billion. Frozen is an amazing film. It's absolutely fantastic. Like the, the soundtrack, oh, me and Lily Bell love that film. Number four is The Incredibles two, which banked one point one and a half billion. These are big money we're talking here. These, this is this is superhero genre. Yeah, budget, budget and gross money. Um, number six, 2019, Toy Story 4, 
that banked just over a billion. Then we've got the 2010 Toy Story 3, banked over a billion. Then number eight, Despicable Me 3, 2017, that banked a billion. And you're like, really? it's, it's, it's a good film, but it's... Uh, do, 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 do you know what, sorry, I've missed number five out. Number five, I do apologise. Minions. Oh, Minions made yes. more than Despicable yes. Me. Yeah, 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 they're 1.1, 1, 1. 1. 1 and a half billion. And then let's go back to number nine, sorry. Finding Dory, which you mentioned before, because Albert Brooks mm-hmm. didn't it? That was, that banked over a billion. And this is why I went this way round instead of going from 10 to 1. Zootopia, number 10, because of the last film I mentioned it, yeah. last week's episode. So I was the, shocked that banked a billion. So it was the only three non-Disney then? Is it Mario, Despicable Me and Minions? Is everything else Disney? Disney slash Pixar? Yes. Zootopia, Dory, Toy Story, Incredibles, Frozen. Yeah, they're all So that's they're all where Disney. the money comes to buy Star Wars, to buy Fox. To buy Simpsons. <laughs> to buy everything. Yes. I don't know. I, I well, was... To be I, honest, though, apart from... You mentioned Frozen. In that list, the, the, that top ten list, how many of them are your favourite animated movies? Because I'll be honest... I don't think any on that list are my favourite ones. I Incredibles I, two, sorry, Incredibles is, is two is on my good. list. But the others are the others are really good. But I would put like Aladdin, Hercules for me. Um, Toy Story two is better, I think, than three and four. Yes, the one missing off there for me, and it's because a little bit again, Moana. I love, yeah, I love just Moana. love Moana, and I'm a bit. Not too sure about the live action remake. I feel like it is very soon for that live action remake from Moana. And The Rock is going to be in it as well. And the I'm Rock's a, playing the same part, yeah. I'm a the, bit like. The oh. only bit I don't like with, not don't like with that list, probably the wrong phrase, but there's no Studio Ghibli on that. No, nope. that oh, to me was, is quite they, sad they, because they, they should be making they were, hundreds and hundreds of They were in the top, they didn't have any. I yeah. think there was one Japanese film in the top 100. I don't know if it's Studio Ghibli. Which, one. when you think of like Spirit of the Way and House Moving Castle and stuff, I, there was no they're just um, as good as every film. There's no Aardman in that list either. Oh, see again, they're just as good as that list. It's it, it's it's the pull of Disney, isn't it? It's yes. The pull of Pixar, and you know you're going to get something that's quality. And I think during the summer holidays, when you're looking to take kids to cinema, you know that. It's just a brand that you know kids can love. But Mario, I was made up when Mario was huge because it's a great film. It, I just like I said, what struck me when I was looking at the one hundred is it's now it's a different genre animated film. Is mm. it's big business animated film. It's just it you know because think about everyone them films on that list. There's there's toys. And there's the fast food links. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can think every time they film, oh, you've got the cups and McDonald's, you've got Games, the toys. The yeah, exactly. So it's that's just the money they've made on the films. What what are the franchises worth? Mm. I don't know, but there you go. So Dave, then what you, what themes have you chose for if you liked Simpsons, what else would you like this week? So I've gone with a couple then. I've gone with movies or TV shows that are based on a family. Excellent. Wanna know that you'll like Roseanne? Yes. Which is now called The Connors, isn't it? Since yes. Roseanne Barr's no longer in it. But Roseanne, when we were growing up as kids, was like one of the genius. most genius shows. It was on around the same time as like Cheers was on, wasn't yeah. it? And Channel 4. Channel 4, American TV. Dinosaurs. 
Oh basically my... The Simpsons, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's just yeah. The Simpsons. Um, everyone Loves Raymond. Yes. Any excuse to put that in there. Modern Family. Yes. Which you're watching at the minute, aren't you? I've put some like odd ones, Arrested Development. Yes. All about the Blue Family. Definitely. <laughs> Love it. The Incredibles, I had to mention, though you mentioned yeah, it was on yeah, the yeah. list, but it's 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 a family movie. Parenthood, which I don't think you've probably seen. Steve Martin. No. Keanu I Reeves from The Matrix is in it as well. Never seen The Matrix. Jesus Christ. It's now a TV show as well. The other one I've gone with, because it's all about family, Fast and Furious movies. Oh, good shout. The only one I think you missed off that list, Flintstones. I've got that on my next list. Oh, okay. <laughs> so my other category is TV shows that made it into films. Ah, I see where so you're I've going with this, So I've got my family theme, and now I've gone in. So because The Simpsons was a TV show, that's a film. The Addams Family. Yes. Obviously, original black and white um, TV show. Then became a Tim Burton movie. And now it's a Netflix series. <laughs> now Wednesday's a Netflix series, yeah. The Flintstones, as you mentioned. Uh, John Goodman. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, the cartoon film was obviously in cinemas at the minute, but we know the live-action version, don't we, yeah. from being kids, uh, based on the cartoon. Teenage Mutant Hero Tales. Yes, Hero our Tales. God, yeah. And they cut out all Michael and no, no yeah. yeah no. We, we had deprived childhood. <laughs> A couple of others. Remember The Equaliser with Edward Woodward? Yes. That's now Denzel Washington yeah. plays that role. And there's another TV version as well. There is, yeah. I've forgotten the name who stars in it, but there's another version of that. But been, for, as for movies, anyway, Denzel Washington is now in the third Equaliser movie. They did make an A-Team movie. They did. Mm, it was okay, wasn't it? Mm. Liam Neeson, Bradley Cooper was in it. A, a cracking cast. Yeah. But it, 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 yeah. The film just wasn't that great. But then again, it's slightly off topic. It's, it could be one of the conversations for another day. Is A-Team is one of them classic programmes actually a load of junk but <laughs> it's the same story every week it's isn't it? awful tv show but god i loved it as a kid oh yeah that's what that. i had on my lunchbox when i was in school i had an 18 lunchbox <laughs> the fugitive movie with harrison ford was originally a yes a long running tv show the x-files had a couple of movies he did yeah um i think it was two wasn't it on the back of the series obviously mission impossibles at cinemas the minute that's originally a tv show and then we've got a few that we've done podcast episodes for. The Untouchables is yeah. a movie which was originally a TV show. Serenity. That's right, yeah. Obviously, it was on the back of Firefly. We're going to be doing, in a future podcast, State of Play, which was the BBC drama that then got made into a film. Yeah. Superman has been a TV show back in the 50s, then a movie with Christopher Reeve and obviously Amy Cavill and all the others. Currently a TV show that's on, on now. And then we've got Community, which is soon to be six, six seasons, seasons of the movie. movie. <laughs> right, Dave, thank you very much for this week. Simpsons, the movie. Watch it if you can. This was a Watch It If You Can production. No! Executive produced by Kenny, our Val's lad, on work experience. Woo-hoo! Don't forget to follow, rate and share from wherever you get your podcast from.
Tchau, tchau. Não, não.